Looking to better balance your life and weight? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, providing you the guidance and tools to become a new version of yourself with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. Hey, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast. This is episode two. Episode two. We're here. <laughs> episode one's easy. Episode one's just like, okay, let's just talk. Episode two is like, oh, we got to get down to content now. <laughs> we got to start teaching some stuff. Um, so um, today we thought we'd talk about the Shred Life and balance. Balance is one of those key things um, that you require in any type of outcome, any type of goal you're going after. It's really all about balance and making sure, and you hear it all the time and people know what it means, but how much do you really apply that to your life? Um, so the problem that I always find with balance, and I thought we could just talk about it today, is um, people don't understand that balance and perfection are two completely separate things. Balance is actually the antithesis to per- per- perfection, right? So perfection is the ultimate, um, I'm going to do everything to the T, and balance is saying, Sometimes everything's not going to be perfect, and that's okay. And it's really in that sweet spot of balance where you succeed the most. I mean, let's go to an example. So, um, Laura, tell me something recently that you tried to do absolutely perfectly. So you'd never know it by looking at it. <laughs> okay. But last week, I made a birthday cake for our daughter, and she wanted this very specific type of cake where... It is um, multi-layers, and each layer is a different color, and so it's a, it's a rainbow cake. And I thought, well, how hard could that be? I mean, I just Googled, you know, how to do it, and I looked on Pinterest for pictures so yeah, I could see, like, just Google the something. type it's of, easy. yeah, the, the, how dark the colors need to be. And um, I did, first off, didn't realize that we only had one cake pan. So the first, the first step in the instruction is get your three cake pans. <laughs> so that set me back a few hours. And um, yeah, everything looked great until I needed to stack it. And as I put down one slab and then covered it in icing, put down the next slab, I it all started to lean to one side and I'm looking at the pictures online and the instructions. I'm doing everything right, but mine's completely leaning. It's starting to look very Dr. Seuss-like. And then um, by the time the top was on, I started icing all around the cake and the cake would actually come off the cake. Like it would break into pieces on my knife into the icing. So then it looked like I made white speckled icing with rainbow flecks which was so, absolutely not the case. But walk me through that for a second, because this is the process you're going through. Mm-hmm. You saw this video online. It was probably in fast forward. It was probably just a lady's hands that were perfectly like, manicured. Like one of those five-minute five like minute crafts. five-minute crafts, where you can build a bench or a treehouse in, in five, five minutes. minutes or less. And the whole video is like super... It's like a time-lapse video yeah, over a week. Yeah, you see the sun go down, the sun come up. <laughs> The guy lets the glue dry overnight, and then he goes back to it, and then he paints it, lets it dry exactly, for six hours. Exactly, five like, minute craft. Five minute craft. <laughs> I yeah. love five minute crafts. Yeah. If, you, if you go on Facebook and just type in five minute crafts, you'll watch the videos. And he'll I just always ask me to come over and look. Yeah. He'll be like, "Laura, look at this one," and we watch it, and I'm like, "That is a lie." Yeah. This guy built a gazebo. <laughs> five minute craft. Yeah. done. Um, but that's just it. So I want to walk through the feelings because this is what happens when we go through that, right? When we go through the perfection versus balance. So you set out to make this cake that you saw in the video, and so your first. First issue is you will have one cake pan when you're supposed to have three. 
What's your feeling at that point? How are you feeling about your perfection of cake at this point? Honestly, I did some like, I, I beat myself up in my mind. I was kind of like, see, look, you already aren't going to be able to do this properly. And uh, I told you, you shouldn't have gotten rid of all that extra stuff when you were trying to minimalize right. when we were moving in and you could have really used that extra cake pan and aren't we off to a great start. Right. But you went forward still. Why? Yeah, I kept going because I thought all it's going to do is add time. And at this point, I still completely underestimated how much time. But at Absolutely. this point, I do have time, so I'll keep going. Okay. So then your next snag was the cakes come out and you're like, okay, I have three cakes. It took me longer than I thought because I had one pan, but I have three cakes. I'm back on track to perfection. They look great. The colors are right. Everything was good. And and then you have to do three more. You have to have a total of six layers. Okay. So you, so you so get I your did six, it six layers. times. Yeah. And now you've overcome your first issue of the cake pan. Yes. And things are seemingly back on now track I'm to like, this Pinterest looking unicorn cake. Yes. Okay. Yes. So then now you go to spread icing and layer them or put them on top of each other, right? Stack them. Yes. What happens when you start putting it and you start seeing the lean? What's going through your head? Um, well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I, I haven't baked Nobody's in... Nobody's there. How could it be embarrassing? I haven't baked in so long, and I'm so sure. The first thing I'm doing, and it's my daughter's birthday cake, where I could have gone out and bought her something gorgeous, but I thought, no, I'll make her what she wants. Right. I can't even do this right. Like, right. why is it leaning? Okay. So did you throw it out at that point, or you kept going? No, I kept going. Sure. <laughs> So you could tell her striving for perfection is slowly diminishing yeah. because after the six cakes, she was like, no, you know what? I'm back on track. I can yeah, do it. At good. this point, it's starting to leave. And she's like, I kept going. Okay, <laughs> let's walk through this because this is great. And then um, your next step when you realize that as you start to ice the whole thing, right? Pieces of the cake start sticking to the icing knife and start peeling off and you just get this speckled cake instead of thought... six individual layers of color. I thought, you've got to be kidding me. This is ridiculous. And I thought, you know what? I just won't show any pictures. This will just be a, a family moment where I was so kind to bake my daughter a cake. And growing up, my mom always baked our cake. So yeah. I was never like given fancy cakes or anything like that. That's so good. I always love the look of like a freshly frosted cake. Yeah, I was and you say, can I've see never the little. When your mom's baked yeah, cake. it's always been so good. Um, but, but so you can see she started from a Pinterest picture. <laughs> and in her mind, at the end of that, she's going to have that same Pinterest picture or better, mm -hmm. maybe. Right? Oh, possibly. Yeah. And then maybe I need to make my own Pinterest picture. Some mom who's never <laughs> baked probably took this Pinterest picture. Let me show her how it's done. Yeah. Hold on. Hold my coffee. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> kind of thing. Exactly. So she walks through that and she bakes this. And now she's at the Leaning Tower of Rainbow Cake and she's Ugh. unsure what to do. But you keep going. I kept going. I put the candles on it. <laughs> I love how the enthusiasm it just dropped. Yeah. Okay. You put the candles on I it. Like you just the swapped them on, on or what? And. Then I looked at how much it was leaning, and I just thought, we got to make this fast, guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we did a, a speeded-up version, version of Happy Birthday, yeah. and you started cutting it. I, I had the pleasure of cutting this cake, which looked great. Now, if you've ever seen Christmas Vacation, <laughs> and that scene where they go to cut the turkey, and Clark rips into the turkey, and the whole thing just dries out and opens up, and, uh, and Eddie's wife, what's her name? 
I can't remember her name. Okay. She starts crying. I knew I left it in too long. And so this is exactly what happened at our yes. house. I cut the first piece and Laura's waiting for that. She still had hope. I guarantee you she had hope because she took her phone out and she's like, hold on. Don't pull the first piece out yet. Let me bring up Boomerang. I need to get the shot of the rainbow colors coming out of this cake. Well, I <laughs> cut through and I take the first piece and I lift it and the whole cake starts like imploding in word. Like it's just like melting into each other and falling apart. I got the first piece out as almost a whole piece. Every other piece was almost like a scoop of ice cream to get the cake out. And it by the time was. we got three pieces out of this thing, the whole thing had just kind of caved in on itself. And it was just a mess of icing and color. You could not tell there were six layers no, on it. It just, um, I literally picked it up after everybody got a piece on a plate. I picked it up and I just put it in the trash. Yeah. Because I was just, I never so want to see point, it again. At that point, perfection was gone. You gave up My and you just threw it away. My ego was fairly deflated. Right. Yes. And I thought to myself, well, never doing that again. How do you feel about baking cakes in the future? Uh, I think the grocery store makes super fine cakes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing wrong with those. So, I mean, while this is a cake analogy to talk about perfection of weight loss, which I think is beautiful, it definitely is about <laughs> balance today. Okay. Um, what I want to really get across today and what we, what the message that we want to really convey to you guys is that it's really simple. When you strive for per- per- perfection, you end, I have trouble with perfection today. When you strive <laughs> for perfection, you end up with depression. That's all Correct. it is, right? Yes. If you just strive for progress, you'll actually end up with happiness. And this is the biggest problem we have. And the biggest problem is that we all think we have to do things perfectly. We think that there's this way of doing things. And because someone else did it that way or someone else had that outcome because of the way they did it, we should just model the, what they did and we will have the same outcome. What we're not appreciating is we are all completely different people, different thought patterns, different experiences, different stories, different ways of doing things, different behaviors, different reactions from each behavior. And you can't just take someone, model what they've done, and get the same outcome. You're a different person. When you hit a roadblock, you're going to react differently than that person did, Mm -hmm. right? So if you want to strive for perfection, you have to accept that at some point you're going to end up depressed. So we look at it like weight loss, right? When you go and you look and you read that book, you read a keto book, or you read you know, the South Beach book, or the Atkins book, and you're reading this, and you're like, oh my God, this sounds great. Look at the pictures. Every weight loss program always has the pictures, right? Yeah. That show you before and after, and you're like... Um, I'm kind of like that guy. No, no. Yeah, I'm, oh, first, first you look for which one you, exactly. you can relate You're most like, to. I'm like that guy, yeah. but it's okay. Like I'm, my body type's like him, or I'm like that guy, but I'm just, you know, I'm a little bit skinnier than him for sure. We always don't like to admit we're exactly like that, right? And then you look for the bright, the right person, and you start comparing yourself, and you're like, okay, so he just read the Atkins book and did the Atkins diet, and in six months, look at his after picture. That's gonna be me. I'm gonna model his behavior, do exactly what he did. Okay, you know nothing about what he did. You have no idea. But you just assume it's all to do with the Atkins book. So you read this book. It's like baking the cake. You see the Pinterest photo. You get your cake pans out and you hit your first obstacle. And typically in weight loss, that first obstacle is going to be when you get hungry. Because <laughs> that's going to come. Mm-hmm. Anytime you go on a program that's going to restrict your calories, your body's going to react like a three-year-old, throw a temper tantrum and tell you it's starving. Mm-hmm. It's been an hour. Mm-hmm. And you're starving, right? Yes. Just because of the thought that you're going to be deprived. We don't like to be deprived as humans. So we go through that. Now we may get through that. And we may get to the point where we're actually eating on plan and we're happy about it. Happy in quotes, right? Happy about it. And we're, we're moving through it. And then what happens when the next obstacle comes? The plateau. You're doing it. You're working your bum off. You're really pushing through this. You're at the gym and you're doing this. And you're doing everything Atkins says to do, even if it's not exercise, right? You're, you're getting all the bacon you want. You're not touching the carbs. 
And you get on the scale, and not only has the number not got down this week, maybe it went up a pound. Boom. That's your second sucker punch. And now at this point, you have to choose. Are you determined enough to still believe that you're going to be that person in the after picture or not? Mm -hmm. You were determined enough after the cake pan issue and they came out and after the icing started to stick, you were still determined that you may still see perfection. You hadn't started, you haven't started to drift from that yet. So you get through that plateau and maybe you have enough determination to see it through and you, and you keep going. Mm -hmm. Next up you have, um, you know, where you hit your second plateau and it's a bit harder. You can't just overwork this one. And when you hit that second plateau and it's a bit harder and you can't overwork it, here's what starts going through your mind. Um, okay, well, I'm not exactly on track or you went, maybe your plateau happened during an event. Say you had a wedding coming up, you had a plateau, you weren't happy that you are at your first goal or whatever you want to be at in your three months. And so you eat like crap. And not only does your weight go up, you feel like crap, you're now bloated, right? We have all those reactions in our body when we eat. If you eat carbs when you haven't been eating carbs in a while, you're going to bloat mm -hmm. like you're a sponge, right? Yeah. That's why I don't like any of those deprivation diets. Um, and so at that point, you have to make a decision. And that decision is going to be, do I wallow in victimhood or do I keep going? And most people will wallow for a minute in victimhood and think, oh my God, I can't believe I did this to myself. And maybe I'm motivated enough to get right back on track. But here's what you start doing. You start reasoning with yourself. Well, you know, I worked hard for three months. I deserve that. What I'll do is, you know, maybe I won't be that after picture in six months, maybe in seven months. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll just add a month. Yeah. Like you said, your cake would turn out beautiful. You just got to add more time because you need more pants, right? And so you start walking through that and you're still striving for perfection. But by the time you hit your third, fourth, fifth hurdle in the weight loss game, right? And for you with the cake, you're going to eventually just give up on that after picture and just settle in for something. Mm -hmm. And you're going to settle in for, you know, maybe, and here's where the reasoning comes again. Maybe I'm not the right person to hit that after picture. Maybe I can't get down to 160. Maybe I always have to be 175. I'm big boned. Maybe that's just my weight. Well, and and then it goes back to that before picture where, you know, and I, I don't look exactly like no, that person. I wasn't that and, bad. I never started yeah, that bad, right? Yeah. And you start reasoning with yourself. And the reasoning is basically that three-year-old inside of you taking control and saying, you know, let's stop this. Let's stop this madness. Let's get ourselves a piece of cake. Come let's on. just sit down, yeah. put on the Netflix and just chill. Like, yeah. let's just do it, right? And the bottom line is determination and motivation are gone now. As soon as that voice enters your head, it is so hard to come back from it. Now, if you just made a decision at the beginning that you were going to bake a cake for your daughter's birthday, how would you have felt at the outcome of that cake? I would have been happy that I did it yep. and got through it and thought, well, that was a tricky cake to make. Right. <laughs> exactly. So happiness, I mean, we just went through our Science of Happiness course uh, last weekend, but we now understand that happiness only exists when your current life conditions meet your expectations. Mm -hmm. Unhappiness or negative states like frustration, stress, anger, um, sadness, all of that only exist when your current life conditions fall short of your expectations, right? So if your expectation was to make a Pinterest-style cake and you made the self-imploding rainbow jumble cake that <laughs> ended mm -hmm. up coming out, yes. how do you feel? Crappy. Crappy. If your expectation was to make a cake that had multiple colors and icing for your daughter, which she loved, by the way. Yeah. She didn't say a word about it. 
Yeah. Right? Um, how would you have felt if your goal was just to make a cake with different colors in it and icing? Job well done. Job well done. There is no difference in, in what you did. There is no difference in the steps you took. There is no difference in um, anything except your expectation for that activity. So when I talk about balance today, I want you to think about your expectation for weight loss or your expectation for whatever outcome you're going after. Remember, we talk about weight loss a lot in the Shred Life, but you can literally take any outcome and replace weight loss with over drinking, replace weight loss with relationships, replace weight loss with career, whatever it is, I'm telling you, if you just take your outcome and you look at it with the right expectations and you make them realistic, I'm not saying to fall short. I'm not saying to not sandbag saying to, it. to lower your no, expectations. I'm not saying and be take like, six months and lose 10 pounds. Yeah, or, or just take the abuse at work. No. That's fine. But I'm saying drop the expectation of what you can do in three months. Because here is the key, guys. Here is the one you want to write down. Okay? People overestimate what they can achieve in three months. Six months. People overestimate that. Huge. People underestimate what they can achieve in a year. Mm-hmm. Three years right? What could you do in a year? And so many people have these real high goals. Oh, I have a wedding coming up in three months, so I need to lose the weight. Guess what? You should have thought about that six months ago. But what we can do is we can help you get to a point where the next time you have a wedding, this isn't even a thought for you, Mm -hmm. right? So if every day you just tried to move the needle a little bit more in the direction of your goal, how much better off would you be in six months, a year from now, right? That time's going to go by. Because such... Such small shifts, even large shifts, but I think it's the smaller ones are the ones that, you know, we're more willing to make a lot faster, create the biggest ripples in our outcome. And, and it's all, all great. And consistency. Yeah, exactly. It's a small ripple carried across a long time will make a big difference. You don't believe me on that. I'll give you a painful way to, to make my point. Take the smallest piece of glass you can find, put it in your shoe and walk around the entire day. What's your foot going to look like then the other day? One little tiny yeah. piece of glass over a consistent period of time is going to do some damage on the bottom of your foot. Some it's going to catch up. damage, yeah. Right? And so that's exactly the same thing. You throw a pebble in a pond. That ripple is going to carry across to the other side of the shore no matter how big that pond is. Yeah. Right? That's exactly how these things work. So what the shred life and balance is really all about and what we talk about in the shred life is finding that consistent approach. We don't do diets. We don't do, you know these deprivation programs where you have to restrict calories and you have to go to the gym and overwork yourself because salad for life, salad for life. Really? Now don't get me wrong. Salads today are much better than salads used to be. Yes. They can be very creative, but it can be hard to eat a salad in the winter. I don't know if anybody else can relate to that. We've actually found one salad we really like. It's at Earl's Yeah, and it's at, um, it's, it's a, a warm, it's called the warm kale salad, I think. The warm kale salad. It's got warm, it's just kale. The kale in, in that is just room temperature, but they roast these Brussels sprouts and little tiny fingerling potatoes, very small amount of potatoes and a couple of shrimp. We get shrimp instead of chicken on it. They do that for you. Just ask them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like to, but they do it. Um, and it comes out with this room temperature salad, but, but warm mixed into it. And it's just so satisfying in the yeah. winter. I think we've had it a few more times than we probably should have. Yeah, but in, I mean, in Canada right now, 
where our temperatures are being compared to Antarctica. So <laughs> I it's, don't know. it's hard to go and take. There's math and a, there's drama, right? A, yeah. Math is the fact that no, well, we're we, about 20 we degrees hit, off of Antarctica. Drama minus, is it's the same thing. <laughs> minus 30 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Which is the same as the average temperature. Yeah. I think one said. of our upcoming episodes would just be math versus drama. Oh, that'll be a good one. And we just take different situations yeah. and we say, what is the math of this? What is the drama of this? But I'm saying like it's the same as, as if I'm not interested in having a popsicle right now. No, no. You know, and some people do just, that. Some, and some people wear shorts in the winter too. Yeah. Whatever. That's yeah. their own prerogative. That's, that's your own thing. There's You're something else down you. there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, our goal with balance is really just to, to find that key happy area in the mix between love and hate, right? I hate to exercise, but I love results. If I can find something in the happy medium, that dance between love and hate will drive me forward. Mm-hmm. That dance between love and hate of, uh, you know, I would love to make my daughter a cake, but I would hate if it didn't look like Pinterest. You need to look at that balance and that dance between love and hate. And a lot of perfection comes from comparison. So oh, when yeah. you start looking at what everybody else is doing, you think, I can't do less than that. I have to do that and more, or at least just that. And remember, comparison is the thief of joy. It is... There, there's just, nothing. Just drop but, that one again, because you said it like kind of casually. That's a big one. Comparison is the thief of joy. So think about comparison with a little burglar mask on, <laughs> running around, and it just—it's like the Grinch, just it, ripping joy just, out of people's trees. Yes, it just takes it right out of you, and it does because you're going to get so caught up in your head. You're not going to produce. You're not going to produce the quality that you're capable of producing because you're so busy worried about. So busy worrying about what everyone else is doing. Yep. So. So guys, stop comparing yourselves to anybody else. You're unique. You're an individual. You're in this world for a reason. And you are a beautiful individual person. But you have to own that and you have to own who you are. You could do better than the people you see in the after picture. Okay? You don't always have to compare yourself. You can do better. You can do worse. You're going to do what you do. And the day that you make your goal optional and start reasoning with yourself is the day you lost it. Yeah. Right? You have to stay firm to those When you things. make your goal optional, you make your result optional. Yeah. And when you make the daily tasks that it takes to achieve your goal optional, then your timeline's optional, which means your outcome is optional. And now it's all of a sudden, if I feel like losing weight in six months, then maybe I'll try today. And if all of this is optional... Don't bother. Move on to something else. Yeah. Do something that is not optional to you because that's what you're going to achieve. And then come back to this when it makes sense for you. I was going to say, maybe the fire is not there yet. And so you need to be focusing on something else. Some people find it really hard to lose weight when they're battling in a relationship or battling at work and they're not happy in their career. And because whenever you're not happy with something, what do you do? You seek comfort. And we talked about this in the first episode. Comfort, available, affordable, and acceptable is food. You can find it anywhere. So if you don't have the other stuff in your life dialed in, that's where it's not going to work. And that's what this shred life is really about, dialing everything else in. Because what if you could just, it's available to you today, think think like a thin person, be a thin person today. Mm -hmm. Your eventual outcome would be be a thin person, whatever thin means. Thin is a relative word. I don't care what that number is for you. Um, Well, and that's what works so well in our shred mastermind group. Yeah. Is people are just you know, working on their thinking and changing their thoughts and studying all these different topics so that they can truly apply them in life. And the weight is just falling off. They're yeah. not actively freaking out over food and trying to figure out how they're going to lose all this weight. It's just dripping off of them while they're working on their minds. But imagine, just drop a little tidbit for people, stepping on the scale every day. How scary is that right now in your life? If I told you you had to step on the scale every day. When we talk about that sometimes in our group, 
uh, new people just flip out. They're like, I can't step on the yeah. scale every day. Why? Because you gave so much power to this $10 piece of metal from China. Yeah. You gave all your power, all your joy, all your happiness, your reason for being away to this little piece of thing that you literally step on. Yeah. We even have, yeah, clients who found that it was easier when we just presented their weight to them in kilos because yeah. then it was under 100 typically, oh, yeah. right? And so that just yeah. made them feel so special. Yeah. And, I have a choice. I can weigh 240 or I can weigh 99 kilos. What sounds better? But it's just so funny how our brains are like, okay, well, I'll accept that answer. Yeah. But I won't accept the other Nothing one. Nothing changed. It all is the same thing. Math but you can see... versus drama. Exactly. You can see the drama that your mind is creating about a silly number. Yeah. So... As we talk about math versus drama, I want you to start thinking about in your life, what is math, what is drama? Because we're going to talk about that a lot in upcoming episodes as well. Because everything we do is math versus drama. And drama is always winning. Yeah. If you're unhappy, drama is winning. If you're happy, you're good at math. Trust yeah. me. You may not have passed math, <laughs> but you're good at math. You're good at math. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. It's the kind of math we like. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to wrap this one up. I want to give you a couple of little tidbits coming up for uh, weeks and events. We have uh, our freebie coming up, which we will uh, launch on our next podcast. Um, our freebie will uh, come out in the next week. So you'll be able to go to our site, put your email address in, join our list so you get news about upcoming things that the Shred Life is doing. And we're going to give you an incredible freebie. I mean, this freebie is a pull the car over, stop what you're doing, <laughs> get it now. Um, because we, we truly believe in delivering immense value to you guys. And that's what we'll do with our freebie. Um, we will never under deliver. We will only ever over deliver. And that's exactly what this freebie is going to do. So we're very excited to get it to you. Yeah. And, uh, the retreat, our shred life retreat is coming up soon. It is a very small limited retreats. Our retreats are very intimate. They're really tiny groups. Uh, we do 10 people at a time. Um, and it is a, such an intimate crazy immersive two-day experience in coaching and in dealing with all the stuff in the basement that you can actually just come out of it a completely new person. So stay tuned for info on that. As well, the Science of Happiness, we did a sold-out event. We had 30 people at a sold-out event last Sunday. It was incredible. The only feedback we had was they wish they had more time. So we are working on a, instead of a six-hour course, we're expanding it to an eight-hour course. uh, And we will be coming out with dates for that shortly as well. That will fill up quick. The last one did sell out. So keep an eye for that stuff. Otherwise, head over to shredlife.com. You can learn more about us. And if you have any questions, feel free to email us or reach out info at theshredlife.com. That's it from me. I'm Dave. And I'm Laura. And we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Shred Life Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit theshredlife.com on Instagram at the underscore shred underscore life underscore and facebook.com slash shredmastermindlife. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on the Shred Life Podcast.